Corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much, Mr. John Bon Jovial, the legendary John Bon Jovial, and welcome aboard, of course. listeners from around of course. the world, and also our listeners on our FM station, WRFZ FM 106.3 in Rochester, New York. So glad to have you with us uh, on this on this wonderful day. We've got some great music for you. We've got a tip of the hat to our house band, Titty Bingo, who provide our theme music for us and stop in once or twice a year with uh, new music of their own. They'll be coming up new this year. We've got a lot of big stuff happening in 2017, so we want to get right to it. And thank you once again, John Bon Jovial. What's going on in your corner of the world? Well, first of all, Happy New Year, everybody. We sure hope here at the David Bowers Awards that you have a hopeful and peaceful and financially successful new year. That would be a wonderful thing to have happen to all of us. What is going on here? Well, here in beautiful Naples, Florida, we are being inundated with tourists because it is that time of the year, after all. You can always tell that uh, the seasons are changing in southwest Florida because the license plates change color. Yes, I have used that joke before. (laughs) And it's still true. (laughs) And it's still true. And it's still a crappy joke, but, you know, I'm sticking to it. Hey, listen, this is a low-budget show. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah, it's your we show. Wanna, <laughs> we want to be careful now. <laughs> I know, I know. Remember, listeners, this, don't is, beat me, don't beat me. <laughs> this is the show where you, our listeners, as well as our guests, pick the award show because every show is an award show. And if you don't believe me, then just check your TV schedule for the next few weeks or next few months because you're going to be buried with award shows. So we decided we'd make every show an award show. Let our listeners and our guests pick the awards. So if you have someone or something you think has done, you know, exceptionally well or exceptionally crappy, and you think they deserve an award for it, drop us a line to David at thedavidbowers.com. Write awards in the subject line and tell us who and why you think they deserve an award. And we're going to give our first The David Bowers Award of the new year today. And it is uh, it's a diversion for us. It's a step away from the norm. It is not a music-related award, but there are some good people in the state of Arizona and, uh, well, there are a lot of good people in the state of Arizona, but there's some good people in the state of Arizona who work with a group called the Jerry Ambrose Group. And uh, their specific mission is to help our veterans in time of need. They are a relatively small organization up in Mojave County, and they do wonderful work. They are there for our veterans and try to help them out whenever they're in need of whatever kinds of services they're a there you don't hear a lot about them and that's unfortunate and that's the reason that we're giving them a salute on the david bowers awards today the jerry ambrose group of mojave county arizona so 
If you're in that area or if you just want to help support our veterans, contact them. You can find them online and uh, give them some support. Drop a buck in the mail to them or something and help them out because they're good people and they're standing up and helping our veterans. So we salute you guys for that. And on behalf of all of our veterans, we thank you for the work you're doing. Today we've got a lot of people and a lot of music as usual. We've got a couple of great new songs coming up and then a couple of great guests, including a return visit by our old friend from upstate New York, Frank Palangi, who has his new album just released. Uh, going to be a fun day with a lot of good music, and we're going to start it off with another previous guest who has a new song out. I think you're going to like this. She has a new song out and her first music video. You can find it on YouTube. Her name is Jenny J, and her song is called Time Flies. I think you're going to like this. It's a, it's a combination. This is it's kind of a crossover song. Uh, it's got some urban pop, some regular pop sound to it, a little soul mixed in with a touch of hip-hop. And as strange as it sounds, she pulls it off. This also has some strong commercial appeal. I predict you're going to hear more of this song. Check it out. Here she is, lovely Jenny J in a thing called Time Flies.
You're listening to the David Bowers Awards. And if you're an artist who'd like to have your music featured on our show, please write us at david at thedavidbowers.com. And there you have it. That's Time Flies by Jenny J from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, featuring, uh, we got to get all the credits in here and give him his dues, featuring Daryl Duquette and Jenny J will be coming on the show in just a couple of weeks. She's going to be on our uh, She'll be on our January 22nd show, and uh, she'll be telling us about her new release and uh, also uh, playing another new track for us, too. So you can look forward to that. Jenny J, that's called Time Flies. And our next guest, or our next music, is from a group that's, uh, that should be uh, dear to your hearts, John Bon Jovial. They are from the Boston, Massachusetts area. It's a group called Boston. American Beauties. Yes, from Boston. And, Boston. Uh, <laughs> that's right. They're, uh, they're called American <laughs> Beauties. And this group comes, from, uh, comes to us through uh, some real dear friends and great music people. Uh, our friends down in uh, Fort Myers, Florida at Lady Lake Music. Uh, they, uh, they work with these... Uh, with the, the American beauties and schedule them, book them, and uh, well, who knows? They may even get them to come on our show, and uh, we'll get to meet them too. They're out of Boston, Massachusetts. They call themselves American Beauties. This is called Desolate Miles. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs>
Desolate Miles by American Beauties from Boston, Massachusetts, by way of uh, Lady Lake Music in Fort Myers, Florida. And uh, I keep listening. You know, I, I listen to that sound, John Bon Jovial, and I keep waiting for them to break into the chorus of Take It Easy or something. It just got, it just got a touch <laughs> of the Eagles sound to it, don't you think? It, it does. It's got, a, it's got a nice feel to it. You know, it's got a nice garage feel to it, which, you know, I, I have always been partial to garage band rock and roll. I mean, you know, oh, if you think about it, the Beatles, when the Beatles, when they first started out, they were a garage rock band, and uh, I'll be you know, one of the better ones, but, uh, you know, it, it's got that, that feel to it. And of course, I can remember growing up in Boston as a kid, going to the ultimate garage to see a concert, and that was the Tea Party in Boston across from Fenway. Uh, no yeah. relation to the political leanings, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, that... Uh, it, it 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 was a lot of fun, a lot of fun, and 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 uh, it tugs at my heartstrings when I hear a garage band. It, it it always has. Oh, I'll tell you, garage bands. Well, when you stop to think about it, most bands, many of them at least, uh, were at one time or another a garage band. I mean, you go all the way back to the '60s and uh, Jan and Dean experimenting in their garage with uh, what they, what they use. Uh, uh, six Ampex tape recorders to create overdubs and uh, and their own background vocals and everything. So, uh, you know, oh, yeah, everybody... well, that's like us using the old Ampex 440s when we were doing uh, radio production and and doing overdubbing with that. Sure. Oh yeah, or the or the 601s. I remember the remember the 601s. Yeah. <laughs> talk talk about a workhorse, I guess. But uh, yeah, yeah we're uh... tanks. You couldn't kill them. No, I know it. The uh, the American Beauties, and I, I always have mixed emotions with some of these live recordings because I love the live recording for the feel that you get out of it. It's, you know, like the excitement of actually being there. But then by the same token, many of them, uh, the mix just doesn't do them justice. And this is one where uh, I, I think it, uh, it kind of buries his voice just a little bit. And, uh, the production is lacking, that's for sure. But you know, you can get the basic feel for what the band is all about, and you can tell that there's some quality and some talent there. And uh, hopefully, our good friends at Lady Lake can, you know, sit them down and say, you know, okay, if you guys, you know, want to be famous, then uh, you know, this is what we've got to do, and we've got to clean right, it up. And, uh, but it's got a nice raw feel to it, which is very encouraging. Right, and it's it's a good fresh feel. It's uh, like I said, there is a touch of that eagle sound, but they don't sound like the eagles. So that's good. They have their own uniquity, their own original sound, and uh, and that's really important because you know if you're going to be a cover band, that's one thing. But if you want to strike it out on your own, you gotta have that. Uh, you gotta have that original sound. You don't want to sound too much like anybody else. Speaking of anybody else, I believe. It's time for you to tell us about those wonderful anybodies who are somebody at Computer Help USA. Wow, what a unique lead-in. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, you're right, though. I mean, the, the folks at Computer Help USA, they underwrite the David Bowers Awards. They take care of all of our IT here. 
they make sure that our equipment is in good working order, and uh, you know they also are kind enough to let us use some of their spare space uh, at uh, their main office, which uh, is in Naples, Florida. Computer Help USA. They are the oldest computer shop in Collier County, which is Naples, Florida, and uh, they specialize in making sure that your computer, your network, your servers, the software that you get, that everything is proper, everything is secure, and that you can go to bed at night not having to worry about whether or not your computer or your network has been hacked because they are security experts, they are security forensic experts, and they do know what they're doing. So take it from us here at the David Bowers Awards, Computer Help USA, underwriting the David Bowers Awards now for three and a half years and working with David Bowers for over 15 years, Computer Help USA is the company that you want to turn to. Whether you're uh, here in southwest Florida or you're somewhere else in the country or somewhere in the world, Computer Help USA can help you out through the Internet with remote access. It's easy peasy. All you got to do is give them a call the old-fashioned way at area 239 596-6112. You can get a hold of Computer Help USA on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Computer Help USA. You can find them on Twitter and, of course, their website on the Internet, which is www.comphelpusa.com. That is Computer Help USA. You can trust them. You won't regret it. Say hallelujah. Thank you very much, John. All right, brother. We got some music coming up now. We're bringing in a guy who hails currently from your area there in the neck of the woods in Collier County, Naples, Florida, and uh, by way of Dallas, Texas, I'm told. His name is James McSheffrey. We'll be talking to him in just a moment after we listen to Hell's Little Angel. Care whether it's 
Fights to make our favorite mistake all over again I've never been able to bring myself to care whether it's wrong or right Cause every time I try and tell her I love her It just starts a Awards on Blog Talk Radio. Enjoy the evening. And there you have it, Hell's Little Angel. That's by our next guest who's standing by right now. Let's welcome James McSheffrey. James, come on in here. How you doing? Good, man. Thank you for having me. Oh, pleasure to have you on board. And uh, one thing, I'm a little bit confused because uh, I, I find you, you are now in the Collier County, Florida area, but didn't you have roots in, uh, in Dallas? I did have roots in Dallas. I was, I was born and raised um, 50% even split in Naples, Florida, and in Dallas, Texas. And uh, I really just embraced the Texas side of, uh, the, of music, really, and I've never looked back since. Well, I'm going to resist the temptation to make jokes about how hard that must have been to be born 50% of Dallas and 50% of Naples and just sort of move right along here. <laughs> yeah, I, so, go ahead. The, the Texas music scene is fantastic. It's just uh, I started listening to everything from Jerry Jeff Walker to Jack Ingram and Pat Green, and I, it's just that's what inspired me. It's the, I learned to play guitar to those records and just started writing songs, and like I said, it's was all I don't know uphill downhill we'll see from there. Yeah, there's a there's a heck of a music scene in Texas as we are well aware. We've had uh, we've had a couple of acts. We've uh, Demetrius Rail from Houston, which is one of the top rock bands, one of the top newer newer rock bands in uh, Texas, and also we a good friend of ours who's been on several times, uh, uh, David Rodriguez out of or I'm sorry, David Martinez out of uh, has been on several okay, times. Awesome. So. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's an excellent talent too. A lot of fun to talk to. We, uh, in fact, uh, we're talking with him. We we'll see if we can't put something together to do a uh, a bit from uh, South by Southwest again this year. But uh, that's as uh, Garrison Kyler would say. That's another story. Right now, we're talking to James McSheffrey. And James, tell us a little bit about your music, what you're doing. Uh, we just listened to Hell's Little Angel. Give us a little bit of insight into who you really are. Well, that what we're working on right now is uh, that was a session we did a couple weeks back uh, for a studio record that we're currently working on, and I got one more block of vocals and guitar work to do, and I'm a, I'm about ready to call it done on that, and then I got a drummer coming in, but the project's called Hand Me Down Heart, and I'm really excited about it, and it's just, I don't know, it's really just 100% I'm trying to kind of introduce myself, not just as a singer-songwriter, but like you said, as an individual 
And it's a record in and of itself, I think, front to back, kind of talks about life on the road and life at home and the balance of the two. I've always wanted to make a record like that, and I finally kind of hit a stride where I could put into words um, how much those two things mean to me and the goal to have both of them coincide with each other in a cohesive and successful way someday. Sounds like you're putting a lot of thought into your music. Absolutely. You go through phases. Um, Nick, who you work with, we had a project together, uh, No Hard Feelings, and that was kind of the rock phase. And I, I started off in country and Americana. And I, this project just really kind of blended it all together and brought me back to where I started and my roots. And, and you know, you go through those phases, and I feel like you finally, you're always growing, but you realize that you are growing up. And this project really introduces me to people in the sense of what my goals are, who I am as an individual, and hopefully people are like, oh, this guy, he seems like a really down-to-earth, nice guy who doesn't lose sight of things, and that's really who I want to be in all aspects of my life, and that's what's important to me to get across on this record. It's a good thing to do. Now, you mentioned uh, uh, several different influences, especially uh, different genres. Do you find yourself incorporating elements from different genres into your own sound? Uh, I mean, instead of just saying, well, I'm going to do a country-flavored song, or I'm going to do an Americana-flavored, or I'm going to do a rock song, do you find yourself uh, incorporating more than one genre into your music? I think more so than genres of music, I'm just influenced by great writers. Uh, I, it, usually it just comes down to... Uh, the goal is to write a great song, um, or make a catchy chorus, and get that to pop. And really, just it starts out on acoustic guitar, and if it goes in the rock direction, great, or the country direction, fantastic. But, you know, you really don't know until you're just in there kind of geeking out in the studio or just playing it live to the point where you get it down pat and you realize this is what this is and this is what that is. I try not to overthink it. And it's a lot more fun that way, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree, and I, I think that uh, I, I think that a lot of times, although I'm not a music writer myself, but I think that a lot of times some of the best stuff does come uh, on a uh, just a gut feeling, just something hits you and you run with it, rather than sitting there, you know, like a writer trying to fight writer's block, trying to create something. It, it just sort of comes to you. And I know that uh, speaks also to John Bon Jovial, who's just had something come to him that he'd like to ask. John? Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, James, you, you mentioned um, a minute ago, uh, you know, what goes into a good song, and, 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 and the first thing you said was writers. And uh, so, which begs to be asked, which you know, who who are your 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 mentors? Who you know who who do you turn to as far as leading by example to try to guide you through what can be sometimes a complex process in writing a song? As as far as um, kind of wh wh what I listen to, uh, nobody inspires me more as a songwriter probably than Will Hogue, and he's at, based out of Nashville. He wrote uh, "Even If It Breaks Your Heart" for the Eli Young Band. And it was really seeing him, my last trip to Dallas, I saw him play the Kessler Theater, and that was really when, you know, we were kind of 
coming out of no hard feelings, deciding what projects we wanted to work on next. And that really, that show really made me fall in love with music again. I was like, oh yeah, this is what I do. This is, this is my roots. This is where I started. And I fell in love with everything that inspired me to write and perform music in the first place. So I would go with Will Hogue. And then I spent a lot of time in Nashville, and I had my own publishing company that I started when I was 18 years old. And so there are close friends. There's a lady, Barbara McGuire, who helped me out quite a bit as far as teaching me a lot of things. Uh, a good songwriting buddy of mine, Daryl Lee Hopper from Oklahoma, and just people that I met along the way. And I feel like I need to kind of give them props and shout them out because it's been a journey. And it, like I said, I talk a lot on this record about the road and, and uh, kind of in a lot of ways that becoming my home and it's fantastic, man. Like, the people that you meet along the way. I can list you several writers and artists and bands. Everybody can do that. But I'm so proud to have a tremendous uh, little group of talented individuals that I call my friends. And I think, uh, I think we all do. We have, uh, we have this large group of uh, friends, friends, and then we, we always have that that certain little cadre of the of special friends that you know they just sort of fit in their own little place in our lives and uh, and that's that's a good thing now what have you got what what are you doing marketing wise are you going to be doing some uh, are you going to be doing some touring i know you're playing locally what have you got going in that respect i'm playing locally uh in Naples, florida as much as i can i'm just i'm trying to go to like singer songwriter slots right now just to try out the material I'm still doing some gigs with No Hard Feelings and Nick. And uh, I'm trying to line up a tour this uh, spring, uh, summer, and I, I will definitely be posting social media updates as that, you know, gets announced and gets planned out. I, I'm really excited about, I don't know, it's kind of like every day there's kind of some little tidbit that adds to the overall process of getting this thing released. But I do plan on hopefully going from Naples out to, Texas and hopefully hitting the Gulf Coast hard and that's what I've been working on in my spare time when we're not doing the record is just sending emails and getting into venues even if it's oh, just fantastic. like a 15 minute plot somewhere absolutely well listen do keep in touch as we tell everyone once you're on our show your family we've always got a place for you you get a uh, you get a uh, new release that you want to uh, promote or a, a special gig a tour or whatever give us a holler we'll work something out to get you back on the show in the about 30 seconds we have left here tell us a little bit about this next song we're going to play the only thing i do right the only thing i did right is a song um that i sent to you because it encompasses the entire album, like I said, uh, life on the road, life at home, and this one's more on the side of uh, life at home and wanting those uh, small-town dreams, and it's my favorite song on the record so far. Great. Thank you again so much for being with us, James McSheffrey. We look forward to having you back again in the future, ladies and gentlemen. Here is James McSheffrey and The Only Thing I Do Right. It's all about the simple things in life If it's all about the compromise in love Will you promise to be here for me Like I'll always be here for you When 
push comes to shove Hi, this is Joe Bonzo with the Oak Ridge Boys. You're listening to my good friend, the David Bowers.
Hey, I'm James McSheffrey, and you're listening to the David Bowers Awards on Blog Talk Radio. There you go. That's the only thing I do right. James McSheffrey, thank you so much for joining us, James. And right now, waiting to come on and join us and tell us about his new acoustic album. is Mr. Frank Palangio. Before we do that, John Bon Jovial has a message for us. Well, I do have a message, a message of absolutely no import at all, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, we want to remind you, uh, good folks out there, um, to uh, take care of yourself, be good to yourself, and award yourself the David Bowers Awards official T-shirt. And it's the only official T-shirts of the David Bowers Awards. All those other knockoffs that come from China or you know Pakistan or somewhere, and you know, well, uh, we didn't make those. Of course, come to think of it, we didn't make the real ones either. But somebody else did that we contracted with. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> the davidbowersawards.com is where you can find them. We keep the price down by taking no profit from them whatsoever. Uh, they are strictly for our friends and our fans, and they are high-quality tees in black or white, ladies or men's sizes. So order now. They're still just $14.30. Order from www.thedavidbowers.com, and don't forget to uh, tweet your comments to hashtag TDBA about what wonderful T-shirts they are. And uh, I know that Frank is in the wings waiting. Uh, David, shall we go ahead and, and get to his, uh, his first song? Let's get to it. Here is Frank Belange in the acoustic version of I Am Ready. Coming back. 
You're listening to the David Bowers Awards. And if you're an artist who'd like to have your music featured on our show, please write us at david at thedavidbowers.com. Woo! There you go, Frank Palenje, who says, I am ready. So let's find out and bring him on in here right now. Frank Palenje, are you ready? Hey, man, how you doing? I think I am. Hey. <laughs> well, great, great to hear and great to have you back on the show again. It's been a while, and you have been a busy man. Yeah, this year has been uh, has been quite a milestone here for you know schedule productive wise, <laughs> you know everything that's been going on. So, what gave you the idea to do an acoustic version of uh, of I Am Ready? Uh, it was really the fans, actually. I mean, a lot of people know I, I do a lot of acoustic gigs and stuff, and they go, you know, uh, maybe you can do an acoustic version of, of a song or something. So I started with Break These Chains, and I go, you know what? It's the fifth year anniversary of my first EP. Let me do one for that. And then this year, it's the fifth year anniversary of this EP. So I go... Might as well do one for that too. <laughs> there you go. What the heck? It gives you a uh, it gives you a yardstick to work with, and uh, it seems to work out real well. Now, the one thing I've noticed now, uh, I am ready was a a great album, a strong album, and a great song. Uh, when you do an acoustic version like this, now I know you put uh, you put a lot of thought into doing the acoustic version. How how is it? in your head is it psychologically more challenging do you find yourself putting more into it or do you try to duplicate the uh the uh, non-acoustic version um it comes pretty easy actually because i write all the songs initially you know on acoustic so pretty much by the time you strip away the drums and all that kind of stuff it's um it's actually easier, I think, for me. And and what I really wanted to do is, you know, if you notice, it's not just acoustic and vocals. There's there's other things going on there. You know, it's not an unplugged right. version where you just have that. But I wanted it still to have some rock vibe and that kind of stuff. And believe it or not, we played it out um, that way. And uh, it's, you know, it's interesting. It's different, you know. It is, and yet you you still you still reach out and grab people. I mean, the the song is a grabber, and you you do it as such. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's got the same intensity. You know, I don't want to lose that. You know, of the original. Right, right. Now you've got uh, you've got a whole album of the of this acoustic now, correct? Yeah, it actually releases January 13th, uh, the album. Fans actually can get it on my website now, and I'll, I'll mail it to them before it comes out. Awesome. There you go. There you, go. you can get, uh, you can pre-order and, uh, and get it ahead of time. Now, this show will be airing on, uh, well, it'll be airing in Rochester, New York, on WRFZ-FM on Saturday the 7th. And uh, we'll be on the internet with it on Sunday the eighth, and then it will play again on 360 radio on Wednesday, January 11th. So there's uh, three different plays of the show prior to its release on. Did you say Friday the 13th? 
Oh yeah, that's that's my favorite day, <laughs> favorite number, <laughs> uh, horror yeah. movie, everything. <laughs> and, and, and of course the uh, our uh, our uh, blog talk radio uh, archives, it's there forever, so people can download the uh, interview and uh, and get to hear it all over again as many times as they want to. And that we keep free. There's no charge. Those replays are up there forever for free. But, yeah, I just realized as I was going through the dates of the airplanes and everything, I said, wait a minute, 360 is going to be on Wednesday the 11th. That makes your 13th release on Friday. Whoa, <laughs> all right, uh, Friday the 13th release. As a matter of fact, I have uh, my number two daughter. I have four daughters, and my number two daughter was born on uh, Friday the 13th. So uh, it's not a bad number for me either. As a matter of fact, I've always considered it kind of a, a, a lucky thing. Now, you've put so much into this last year. Uh, I know you've probably had 10 or 15 minutes to uh, catch your breath and regroup. What do you got on the agenda for the coming year? I'm actually diving into a new project. I've got some new music. Um, definitely, it'll either be an, a, you know, an EP or full record. There'll be one or two new music videos. Um, you know, but all that takes a lot of time to plan. Right now, I'm just in kind of the initial stages of the first couple songs of you know, recording, getting all the bones down, and um, you know, we're trying to find an investor for the project. And then basically, once the album's done, you know, we take it to a label, and you know, as far as budget-wise, you know, they didn't have to record any of it, so it's it's more of a finished product package to get me out there more, you know? And basically just a distribution agreement at that point. Yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta have their marketing and then which leads to, you know, you actually being on a label and, and you know, right. hopefully some touring and all that kind of stuff and uh you know, locally I'll always be booked in this area and I'm I'm working on uh maybe a short run uh Tennessee acoustic tour for like a week or something like that in, in the Ooh. spring here. Um but I'm taking a little bit of time off between uh, January and the beginning of March just for, you know, writing the record, recording everything, and a few gigs here and there. Like the 15th of January at J.P. Bruno's here in Glens Falls, I actually have a CD release party for the acoustic stuff. Um, I got two local artists opening, and uh, that should be a good time as well. Sounds like it, and uh, John Bon Jovial is sitting there awfully quiet. I, I, I just know he's got uh, he's got something he'd like to chime in with. John? Well, yeah, I'm just sitting here listening to the conversation and enjoying it, but the one thing, Frank, that uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, you're talking about the business aspect of, uh, you know, doing a, you know, a, a new record and, you know, the management and all this but what I want to know, and I think that you know, a lot of indie musicians that tune into this show specifically to hear what their, well, for lack of better words, competitors are up to, um, and I think they're probably wondering the same thing. What do you do when you go into a studio to lay down, whether it's a reprise of an old song or something new, what is the thought process that goes through your head? I, I guess, you know, it's an overused and abused word, but uh, what do you do to psych yourself up to make sure that this is done right? And, you know, business aside, <laughs> there, there's no business yeah. in psyching yourself up. This, you know, this is where the creative juices come in. And, and what, what's your process? What do you do? 
Um, I mean, part of it, you have to be in a certain mental place. I mean, you got to stay positive. The other part for me, which I don't know if it applies to all indie musicians, because I know some of them, I'm into the mixing side and how you record it. And I actually do a lot of the recording myself. And, um, you know, that part of it, as far as the science of it and the gear and the technical stuff, kind of, it does have a big impact on how the song comes out and even you know, how certain parts are written. Because you can go and you can have one riff and you're like, you know, that's really cool the way I play it and it's real intricate and stuff, but it, it might sound sloppy, so you have to kind of simplify it. Or, um, you know, the science of creating a song of how, how to make it sound better requires not just, you know, one line of electric guitar. It might be, you know, a couple different guitars with a couple different parts for you know, one for the verse and one for the chorus, and then you have the main part, and you know, there's a lot goes into it. Just besides having the song down, written, you know, ready to go, and um, I think that's the most challenging part. But that's this part I love because I I kind of find it's most creative, you know. Well, okay. I mean, we're we're, we're getting there, but. Uh, let me give you an analogy. You know, back in the day when you know David and I were still doing the daily grind in terrestrial radio, you know, we'd go into the production booth to knock off a commercial for you know Fred and Ethel's Chevy Company or something, and you know, just something that's got no soul. Buy this car; it's on sale today. Yeah, right. Okay, and oh, and you know, put some balls into your voice to make sure that you really it sounds urgent. But then you might come in to uh, meet a client that says, you know, I really, really want you to be creative in putting this thing together without being silly. You know, I want you to, almost like you're making love to this commercial. Now, how, do you, how do you do that when you go in and, and you create something that comes out of your head that's going to go down onto that vinyl and, uh, and, 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 and have people listen to that and say, yeah, that's it. Well, I think that's probably what I'm getting at. <laughs> it's. I think it's the emotion, and, and it, I draw from experiences or certain places. I mean, lyrically, you know, if the song is about, um, say, it's about following your dreams, or say, it's about you know a failed relationship, you kind of you have to go back to that point and think about it, and then those emotions start to draw up, and you know, obviously, I I think it comes out. And, th- and you want it to come out in the recordings. And as far as guitar and stuff like that, I mean, you know, you have to put, you can't just sit there and play it. You know, it's everything's emotion. You have to put your emotion into it and what's the vibe of the song and all that kind of stuff. And um, I think what drives me, I don't, I've just always been very driven to, I don't know, just to do kind of the best I can. So it's, um, it's just in me just to kind of to keep, you know, going over things and say, you know, maybe we can get that better. You know, maybe there's not enough emotion in that or, you know, if I have to do this, I'll do it, you know, to to have it come out right. Okay, well, that's that's exactly what I was looking for. That that's very good. That's, you know, that showed that well, it shows you've got the passion to do it and it's, you know, not strictly commercial, so to speak. Very good. That was no. A, I mean, e- even if I I've done a little commercial stuff, and you know that stuff, it is what it is. But it's it's still fun because you're still putting yourself in there. You know. Yep. Yep. That was really really an interesting exchange there. I want to thank both of you for that. 
And, Frank, be sure and uh, keep in touch with us. Let us know what's going on, uh, especially when you uh, get your new product, project ready. Uh, we've got a spot on here for you to come and debut it for the world anytime. Just give us a call, as, uh, as we tell everybody. Once you're on the show, your family we always got a place for you at the table. And speaking of emotion, <laughs> tell us about the emotion that went into this next track we're going to play called Frozen. Frozen is from actually one of the failed relationships that I had. I, I consider it uh, a sequel sort of to my song Love. You know, it's a, it's about a couple that, you know, are just kind of frozen in one place and you realize, you know, it's not going to work out and you got to leave and... Um, some of the lines and stuff are actually true, you know, it ended near Christmas and certain things, and I consider it, um, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of Daughtry, and I consider it that kind of type of genre, it's kind of pop, you know, a little, you know, it's got rock in it too, but it's not as heavy as like an I Am Ready or anything like that, and, um, you know, it's, it's uh, I, I don't know, some sad emotions and stuff kind of that come out to it too, it's, 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 Sounds nice, but it's not, you know, it's not happy. <laughs> well, let's give a listen to it now, and thank you so much, as always. Frank Palangi, thank you for being with us, introducing some more new music to us, and here is Frozen. Thank you. 
from upstate New York. Think it's about time John Bon Jovi will take us home. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, thanks to all of our guests today. And again, Happy New Year, everybody. Until next week, this is John Bon Jovial saying, hey, a little peace and love for 2017. How about that? We'll see you next week on the David Bowers Awards.